As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Here we are back with another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We got the same group with you. We got LJ Pops, Uncle Tony here. We're heading into conference championship weekend. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? Just living. Excited about football. Yeah, well, I'd be a little more excited had I done a little. I don't, I don't know exactly what the picks are. I think I know LJ must have done decent because that was the first thing he said to us when we got on this call. <laughs> Tony, can we go back to the record books? How are our records looking yes. after last week? Yes. Well, let's just just put this in perspective. So after the uh, Super Wild Card, <laughs> it's always weekend, good to put it in perspective. We had uh, uh, Kevin and Tony were three, two, and one. LJ two, three, and one, Ooh. and Lift one, four, and one. But after uh, this last. divisional round, there's been quite the change in the uh, in the standings. Uh, Kevin and LJ, LJ, a big charge up the the charts is uh, they're now five, four, and one going. Uh, uh, LJ going three and one for the weekend, and uh, Liff and Tony are now three, six, and one as uh, as the <laughs> Bonehammers pulled a big O for for the for the divisional <laughs> round. Didn't pick a single solitary game. That's uh, that's tough to do, you know, tough to do. But it happens. Oh, well, it's still the fact that you're 100%, 100% the wrong way, but still 100% is 100%. So, yeah. you know, we got to The listeners can depend on it. Yeah, there you go. You just got to be consistent, right? That's that's it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. don't matter which way you but go. But the good thing is, the good thing is, Tone, there's still time. There's still time to get back on the winning side. Football is in full effect. NBA's back. James Harden has now finally been traded, and he took off his fat suit in Brooklyn. You might not be able to go to the game this year, but you can still get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team and player coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. And use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, so it's that time of year, El, your favorite time of the year where we get to rattle off a Tom Brady stat that just blows everyone's mind because he. Uh, <laughs> would you rather have been Roethlisberger? Or? Uh, I know. It's, a, it's no. easier to find a good Tom Brady yeah, stat sure than it is a Ben Roethlisberger. You can find him, but it's easier on Tom. Tom Brady. Now, and this is one that comes up every year. I'm sure we'll see it in the graphic when they play the, the Packers this weekend. But Tom Brady has now won 32 playoff games in his 21 career, 21 year career. Sorry. To put that in perspective, number two 
is Joe Montana with 16. Mm. Half the amount of playoff wins. And then Peyton Manning, 14. John Elway, 14. Terry Bradshaw, 14. Even crazier, so Tom Brady has won 32 playoff games. None of those guys have even played 30 playoff games. Peyton Manning is second most with 27 played playoff games. That He has more playoff wins than anyone else has played in freaking playoff games. That is insane. He has more playoff wins than 24 or 27 NFL franchises. <laughs> Yikes. I'm not cool. Asshole. That's not okay. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then sure someone on Twitter man. had to go out there and put – NFC Championship game appearances since 1997. Tom Brady won Dallas Cowboys <laughs> zero <laughs> years in the NFC since 1997. Tom Brady won Dallas Cowboys 24. 24. And then I, Dak commented on it. It was a tweet from sport or a Instagram post from Sports Center, and Dak Prescott commented on it and said, "At Zeke Elliott, hold my crutches real quick." <laughs> so at least there's some humor there with the Cowboys. Oh, uh, I, my last playoff uh, playoff Tom stat that just is un- insane. Brady has now beaten 14 different teams in the playoff. In the playoffs, that is that would just counting that on playoff wins, that would put him in number two all-time playoff wins. If you just counted the different teams he's beaten, it, it, <sighs> it's it's hard it's hard to fathom. Um, let's go on from next weekend. And let's I kind of want to look at the game that we watched there, Brady and New Orleans, the game of the two older quarterbacks. It seems. It, I guess you can't be 100% sure because Breeze hasn't said it yet, but I believe we watched Breeze walk off the field for the last time. Mm-hmm. He even had, I don't know if you saw it, it was a kind of sad, cool, neat moment where the whole thing afterward with him and Tom Brady talking, Tom Brady throws like a touchdown to Drew Breeze's kid. And then right at the end, Breeze is walking off yeah. the field and he's got his jersey on and you can see the cameras following him and he looks back one more time to the, yeah. to the stadium it's and it almost great. looked like a, it's my last glimpse of walking off the Superdome. It, it was tough. It was it was cool, kind of, because Drew Brees had such a great career. Also, sad to see the legend go, even though I think it's clear time for him to go. Uh, I, I kind of want to ask you this, and I'll start with you, L. How does Brees be? How is Brees remembered as one of the goats? Well, or what? Yeah, just what, what do you I mean, go with? Well, that? I've got a question to answer your question. Um, can you think of an athlete that means more to a city than Drew Brees? I mean, all time, all time, because this dude came in. 2005, Katrina hit. 2006, they get a broken and then repaired quarterback to join them in the broken and then repaired Superdome. And then this dude takes them. I mean, do you remember that first game in the Superdome? I mean, oh, that was electric. It's the Falcons on Monday night. <clears throat> One of the most fun games I've ever watched in my life. And it and wasn't even that great of a Saints team. It was just... It was so awesome. It was one of the better Monday night games I can remember watching yeah. just because yeah. it was so crazy. And then for 14 years, he was consistent. I mean, he, he put New Orleans on his back. I mean, it was uh, Drew Brees will be remembered as maybe the best athlete for his city of all time. I mean, all the way back to Roman athletes. I yeah, mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's anyone that rivals him as far as important to their city. I mean, there was well, Michael Jordan, Chicago. Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you put Dirk Dirk up there with Dallas? Would you not put uh, Larry Bird up there with Boston? Possibly Magic with the Lakers. I, I mean, guess the I, argument to me there would be when you think of Dallas, it's not just Dirk. You also think yeah. of Emmitt Smith. Okay, Troy, you think of, when you think of New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Who's next on the list when you think of New Orleans greats? Archie freaking Manning. I don't know. And like, they were known as the Aints, right? I mean, they weren't. Hey, yeah. weren't Winning, <laughs> they were the Aints, yeah. They were the yeah. New Orleans Aints. LJ uh, makes good. I think I'm with when you first were saying, it, I was like, hold on, I was kind of like, possible, but now that I think about it, 
some of those other like Larry Bird. There's other Boston greats. Yeah, Larry Bird's Tom up Brady, there is the best. And Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady's probably more remembered than than Larry Bird is, right? Like, and they're both in Boston you know? sports. The only yeah, thing, well, Tony, what were you going to say? I noticed you had yeah, a reaction over there. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is um, uh, Fran Tarkington in Minnesota. Okay, good point. I think point. AP yeah. could could be that if he hadn't messed up so much there at the end. But I think you know yeah. Tarkington taking them to the Super Bowl, maybe Jim Kelly at Buffalo. Uh, yeah, and, that's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. And and those are. I mean, Josh Allen might have something to say in a few years, but maybe, yeah, yeah, right now, maybe. But right I, now, for sure, there's no question. But yeah, I think like, yeah, that was that was the turning point for the Saints uh, Saints program and and the team uh, that year. So yeah I, yeah, I agree with that. How about this one? L is Drew Brees the best free agent signing in NFL history? Has to be right. Mm. I mean, I'm on the spot. I'm having a hard time thinking of anything even close. Um, this is one I'll have to ask. Elder, or Pops and Tony might know more on this, but I saw I was looking at a list and Reggie White popped up a bunch on list going to the Packers. Is that what he'd be up there? I just yeah, look at Breeze bad. having a 15 year career. He had a full career with New Orleans. Uh, Deion Sanders signed a couple of different times. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Uh, Terrell Owens is another uh, big free agent signee. Um, that's a tough one. That's to say, Drew Brees is one of the best free agent signees. But he others he's that sure get listed a lot: Kurt Warner and Peyton Manning both won a Super Bowl. Or did Kurt Warner win one? At, he didn't win one at Arizona. No, right? he didn't. He win got one to it. Yeah. yeah, he got to it. And, and then Peyton Manning, he did get a ring. I would say that LJ, you know as well as anybody, that ring wasn't Peyton Manning's. He had his, his better his years. Good before. year they lost the ring. His bad year they won the ring for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely at the top of the conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, and this will be my final breeze note or question I have for you. How does what do we think? So if I could tell you now, looking back, if I, fifteen years ago, if I said Breeze goes to New Orleans, he's there for fifteen years. They have they go a six hundred and one winning percentage, playoffs nine out of fifteen years, won the Super Bowl. You're happy with it, but let's just go hindsight now. Breeze and Sean Payton for 15 years, and that tandem only reaches the conference championship game three times, Super Bowl once, and wins one. It, it's hard to say it's a disappointment because look what New Orleans was before Breeze got there. But 15 years of Breeze and Payton and only one Super Bowl appearance seems like a disappointment. Would you agree, Pops? Well, there's that year when, uh, was it the Rams? I mean, you know, the, the pass interference that didn't get called that they should have probably went to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, I mean, just um, rattling off. So 2017, they lost in the divisional round to that crazy digs catch. Yes. 2018, lost to the Rams in the Ch- NFC Championship, no pass interference. And then 2019, lost in the wild card to the Vikings where Kyle Rudolph may or may not have pushed off on that game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Well, it's, like we mentioned before, New losses. Orleans is where NFL rules get written, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This last year was the first time in four years this past game on Sunday where they lost and you're like they lost and they were not they for sure were not they the were better, not team. better team yeah 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 what do you yeah. think Tony yeah. about that 15 years one Super Bowl appearance one Super Bowl win yeah. what do you, is that successful yeah I'd say it's successful because it, it, it's the average successful uh, you know we're used to talking about the the New England Patriots and a dynasty and now we've got the Chiefs and they're going back we have you know if you look back in the in the <laughs> NFC wow. especially in the NFC especially um, a lot of these teams don't necessarily because you've got uh, Andy Reid's former team the the Eagles and he took them he's done the same thing with them that he did with the Chiefs now taking them to that championship game the Packers if you look at the Packers. It, 
I wouldn't say that Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, either one, have been disappointments, but they don't have that many Super Bowl wins. And so I think mm-hmm. it's more the norm, but they have been very competitive uh, and and been up, up there with the, the top 10 teams in the NFL now consistently since Breeze has been there. And I, and to answer your earlier question, I think just, just for everyone to realize that Drew Breeze is probably the best quarterback to overcome – uh, uh, physical shortcomings. And when I say that, he yeah. became that first quarterback under that magical six-foot quote-unquote number that was really yeah. truly successful and is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He didn't run. He, he wasn't because he was a successful runner. It was because he was a successful passer. And Peyton built a system around him and what he could do. Uh, and, on a, and and the things that he overcame physically – to uh to be successful is good and to LJ's point it kind of matches the city of New Orleans <laughs> they have always had to overcome physical shortcomings yeah. uh hell yeah. if and I got lost down there one weekend and I know <laughs> I have some physical shortcomings oh, so uh, that should be an off-air story. I need to hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Another time, another place. Another play. Yeah. So, so I think it was a great matchup. And you know, I, I sometimes I believe that you 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 know when you, you pay. You pay more for those great moments and that moment of the the Superdome and, and the hurricane and them coming back from that. You know they could have lost ten seasons in a row and that still would have been just just tremendous for that to happen like that. Yeah, yeah. When you compare, if you put up that stint of the Peyton Breeze era and you compare it to like Belichick, Tom Brady, sure, it looks bad. But you compare it to literally anybody else and it's pretty solid. Maybe not Joe Montana, you know, but. It's 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 above average. It's a very good run, and I think Saints fans, you know, all things being considered, especially all the years before 2006, before Breeze got there, they would happily take what has been the past 15 years. And yeah. crazy, you talked about overcoming physical uh, difficult. Like he had the, they they won at one point told him he would never throw again yeah. before he signed yeah. there. And yeah. it's fun to play the revisionist history or like what would happen if. The, the Dolphins with Nick Saban were was, ready to sign him, and they decided Culpepper over him because yeah. Breeze couldn't throw. Yeah. Maybe the worst decision Saban's yeah, ever you, made ever in his life. Could you imagine? Because then Romo would have been in New Orleans, right? And so Kevin's sitting here probably hating on Romo at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy turn of events. We, we don't get Alabama being the, the dynasty because maybe Drew Breeze and Nick Saban are still at Miami. I mean, a lot of crazy oh, things. Oh, so. man. <laughs> I, I want to go to one of the other losing quarterbacks from this week. We talked Breeze. Now I want to talk about Lamar Jackson, someone I've been kind of defending. I think sometimes I defend more so than I should. I think it's time for Ravens to be Ravens fans to be worried about him. I'm not saying to give up at all, but they're coming to that cross points where it's time to pay your quarterback. I mean, you look at some of the other quarterbacks, like like he's not going to get Mahomes money, but does he get paid MVP money or not? I've seen him in the playoffs more times than not now be outplayed by the other quarterback. And, I know the wind was bad. It was not ideal weather. Josh Allen didn't look great the entire game either, but Lamar Jackson was bad. I, what do you think, Tony? What were your thoughts watching that game about Lamar Jackson in particular in the Ravens? Yeah, and I, it, it, I wouldn't. Have he also got it. hurt, so let me throw. I mean, he did yeah, get he a got concussion. Hurt. He so. got a concussion, and and that's why I went zero for four this weekend's <laughs> concussions. Uh, but um, uh, you know. He's been healthy for these years that he's there's been the starter and. Um, And great stat on the age of the quarterbacks in the AFC this last weekend. He's the youngest of those four. 
Uh, and so you've watched him. Of all those guys, he is probably the the more superior athlete from a running standpoint. Now, I've already said Josh Allen is the, the best athlete that was playing quarterback, but you're watching Lamar get better every single game. And yeah. it would have been great if he had had a better quarterback in front of him for him to do a Taysom Hill where they just work him into the lineup, let him get used to stuff to where he becomes a better passer. I would not be concerned about Lamar Jackson. I'd be concerned about getting Lamar Jackson, a second wide receiver. Um, Bingo. And uh, Marvin Jones would be great at that. Uh, it, it wouldn't cost him a whole lot of money. He'll be a popular guy this this winter. But uh, I can just tell that Marvin. This is not the first time Tony's got Marvin Jones on a couple dude, of rounds. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Marvin's got a two year window. He's going to be really good. Nobody <laughs> and he won't be too expensive. You're, you're right. If you're playing fantasy football yeah. with me, but um, I'll censor that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but um, but I I think that's what he needs. And so they are very. They're still pretty one dimensional. If you shut down Mark Andrews you're successfully shutting down the the Ravens because you know he's going to run, but if he can't make that seam pass to Mark Andrews, they're in trouble. And so, I, But I'm not worried about Lamar Jackson. I think he, you see the progression in his passing game. His arm is plenty strong enough, and, uh, and, and I, I, have, I still see next year may be the year. Yeah, that, that's all fair. I, I can't agree more with – they just need more weapons. When you have Des Bryant still rolling out there as one of your targets, and then Marquise yeah. Brown, he has speed. He can blow the top off. I think he can be a useful player in offense, but he's not a number one receiver. I mean, just plain and simple. I think you're right, Tony. They need to just get that, get a better weapons around him. And then, like you said, you just can't be one-dimensional. You can be a run-heavy team in the playoffs, but you can't be one-dimensional because at some point, someone's going to stop one of those dimensions, and you better be able to do something else. And yeah. that's what's been their downfall. LJ, do you would you still be – Happy moving forward, you're the Ravens, you got Lamar. I mean, is there any question about signing him up to a long-term deal? I mean, he's, what, in year three? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and like Tony and said, think, really young, 23 maybe? Yeah, 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 incredibly. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I would I would sign Lamar Jackson in a heartbeat. I mean, uh, as a Broncos fan, I'd even be like, because I love Drew Locke, and I'd still be like, well, I don't know, Lamar <laughs> Jackson's an option. Um, because, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to be a name we're talking about, not just as like – you know, some quarterback, but like as a, a true contender, he's only going to get better from here. I mean, year three is, is generally year two and year three are generally not great years for quarterbacks. And Lamar Jackson's done all right. Year, year two, he did, I mean, decent. And then uh year three, he's, he's been pretty good as well. So um, I'm not worried about if I'm a Baltimore fan, I say, pay him. Um, you got to. You uh, echo those same sentiments? Pops? I don't know. I don't know that I agree with you guys. And if if you remember back in the day, I said, you know, what quarterback? We had to choose quarterbacks you wanted to play in the playoffs. Yeah. And although I said Lamar Jackson can win any game he's in, I might take my chances with him. And what you saw, what I saw here was they, they pressured him kind of early on. And then they started setting back in coverage and making him make the reads and maintaining their lanes so he couldn't run down the field on him. I think he had – 34 yards rushing in the entire game. Now he went out what in the late third quarter, mm-hmm. of course. And 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 that's the thing about Lamar Jackson. Had he been in, what kind of heroics could he have yeah, done? Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? He could he have won have the game. Dump right in the beginning of the fourth quarter <laughs> and, and, and won the game. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That he could have done that. Um, 
I would be a little leery uh, about signing them to a long-term deal. I think they're going to have to, and I think they will. They have to. And, well, they have to. Yeah. They have to. And I'll tell you this, <laughs> I trust that coach at Baltimore enough to make the right decision. I love Harbaugh. He could coach my team any day. Um, but I just think that Lamar Jackson's deficiencies that I hear Tony talking, and I don't disagree that he is growing and he is improving. But I think, again, his deficiencies got exposed, mm-hmm. and that's what beat him. Um, again, he went out in the third quarter. He could have come back and done something, but I but, think it's uh, more team deficiencies. I, I kind of agree with Tony. If they've got a number two receiver, they're in a different position. I mean, um, well, you're right. We thought Hollywood Brown would be a better receiver this year. I mean, I, I certainly thought he was. He just yeah, needs to be a complimentary sure. piece. He just yeah. can't be your your guy. He he can't be. They they do need another number He's one. He's your slot guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guy. I wanted, yeah. It's real quick. I wanted to. I was looking at some stats to verify this, and this is where I, this is what I mean by they've got to diversify his targets. He he targeted Mark Andrews eleven times, and Mark Andrews caught four of those. So if Mark Andrews was a Travis Kelsey or Robert Tanyan type of wide yeah. of tight end, who was more of wide, he probably catches seven of those, right? Eight. He he. Yeah. But he's a true tight end, and so and young as well. Uh, you know, and, and yeah. so a second, a big, a second big wide receiver, all the other wide receivers are pretty much, they're the same guy. And so they need that big, um, Mike Evans, uh, De- well, Des is past his prime, but in his prime, the Des Bryant, the, um, Amari Cooper that can run seven yards, turn around and catch the ball when you throw it to him. And, um, yeah. they're just not, they're not, they're not there. So that 11 targets to one, to the tight end, I think really says he just needs to have some other targets. Now you can say, I mean, like Liv says, he may be saying, hell, that's all he looks for. He can't, he can't judge his reads. He's not there as a quarterback. And that's certainly possible. Tight end is a crutch for, for shitty quarterbacks for sure. Yeah. He was one for nine on pressured dropbacks. I mean, and I think that's, you know, any quarter that's, that's where you get, the difference between the great ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, okay, and, look at look at Tom Brady losing the AFC Championship against the Broncos. I mean, this is this oh, is yeah. something that happens. I mean, great yeah. quarterbacks get pressured and they're less great. Tom, Tom Brady, yeah, still has trouble with pressure and he's the yeah. goat. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's worth noting. And this is I'm kind of correcting myself here. We oftentimes look at the score, the final score, and go, yeah, like I, I see three for the Ravens, and I see oh Lamar Jackson, you just can't have a playoff game where you get three. Well, I'm looking at the stats here. If we he threw that pick that was crucial to Taron Johnson, that 101-yard return for a touchdown. That's a 14 point Wow, turn. that's a bad. Yeah, and the game was a 14-point yeah, yeah. game. It's that, a 14-point game. Yeah. And if yeah. that doesn't happen, I'm just looking at the stats between him and Josh Allen. And we're, this is with Lamar Jackson leaving, not playing the fourth quarter. Total yards, he had just 14 less total yards Jeez. than Josh Allen. Nobody yeah. that, that game was really windy. I think weather had his – and the defense was good. Uh, Leslie Frazier and that Bills defense looked great against Lamar. But – it's easy to if, if the score's reversed and Josh Allen throws that pick six in the end zone, and then Baltimore wins seventeen to six or something. We might be saying the same thing about Josh Allen, but yeah, now we're sitting here Maybe. going. Maybe. So I, I'm I, I'm was the guilty one of just looking at their score and seeing three points in a playoff game. Lamar, you can't do that. Well, I'm I'm I think I've decided I'm with y'all. I don't want a five hundred million dollar deal like Mahomes, <laughs> but I'm paying him. If it's if if it's the choice of paying him or not paying him, 
I'd roll my. T- I'd take well, my and 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 you lose the football team if you don't pay him. I mean, yeah. that's the. Ball, and that's the other Baltimore thing. It seems they play okay. for him. It I think like they like. like yeah, I think yeah. the Ravens like yeah. the guy. You think so, you got yeah. trouble when you bench Carson Wentz? Try benching Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so now let's look into the games we got set up this week: conference championship round, AFC and NFC championship. Uh, what you don't have to give your locks; you might give your tendency of where you're leaning. But we'll look at our picks after we kind of talk through both games. Uh, we'll start with the matchup that you know the NFL's got to be. That's what they were hoping would happen. Oh, we yeah. got Chiefs versus Bills. Patrick Mahomes still in concussion protocol. I don't think there's a chance in hell that man's not playing on Sunday. Roger Goodell is going to have that man in Jersey. Well, whether last it's safe I heard, Tony's pointing his background right now is Patrick Mahomes with his head tilted. So, um, but the last I heard is actually uh, he's he's out of concussion protocol. It, they're they're calling it a pinched nerve. That uh, that ha- I don't. It sure I looked mean, like I a I've so had a pinched nerve, and I didn't get up dizzy like that. Last time I did that, I was with Tony at a nightclub. I think I looked like that. They might have been in New Orleans. Might have been in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't ready to go yet. Y'all go oh, ahead. Man. I'm gonna stay. No, come on. They were, they're go. laying the seeds for. I saw a Jay Glazer report came out like Sunday night, where it was like actually it wasn't a concussion. He got his neck kind of got bent wrong. He was choking. He lost air to his head. That's what. I'm just saying, I've seen guys get up from a concussion and how they look. Patrick Mahomes looked like a guy who's getting up from a well, concussion. Have you, ever, have you ever seen somebody get choked out? I mean, it takes more than a second for that to go down. Like, it, yeah. you got to hold them there. Like, that's high. Now, I if, it's, if, it's, if it's terribly unsafe, there's a chance he might not play. But I'm just looking at the line right now. Vegas is assuming he's going to play. The line's got him in. I I'm assuming yeah, he's yeah, going to play. Sure. I think the Chiefs are there. The NFL's hoping he can play. So, let's say for for – our, for our uh, analysis, we'll say he's playing. So we got Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Big time game. I want to yeah. start with the guy who's got Patrick Mahomes as his background right now as his, <laughs> in the Skype call. Uncle Tony, what do you think about this game? We got the line right now is minus three. Minus you, don't have three. To, you don't have to make your decision on where you're leaning, but just kind of thoughts on the game. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the game, number one. Um Now, the <clears throat> we'll, we'll see. The Chiefs have kind of uh, been running at a – kind of at an idol um, for, for a few games. Uh, their defense did a great job and they, uh, you know, you got to love Daryl Williams because he's the next guy up and has, 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 they've been able to run the football. That's why they, they won that game this past weekend. They become a little more uh, uh, diversified. Uh, they got to have Patrick Mahomes to, to run that, to, to, to run that team though. Um, I, 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 if it comes down to it, uh, the Chiefs can run the ball better than uh, you know than the Bills. Um, Josh Allen is the Bills' best running back, and uh, uh, so I think that's uh, that's going to come into play. Uh, but I really think the Chiefs' balance on offense uh, is going to uh, show out here, and 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 honestly, they're a little bit more skilled uh, defensively. Uh, their pass defense is top third of the NFL. Where you can't say that about Buffalo's uh, off uh, pass defense or or run defense, either one. They had a great game plan last weekend. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was just one weekend. I don't know. Yeah, I know personally, it feels like this is going to be one where it's going to be a quarterback duel. You know, Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. versus Josh Allen, and with knowing Josh Allen's going to need to do a lot, I think Josh Allen's going to know he needs to do a lot, and I'm worried we get one of those. Josh Allen presses every button on the controller and something crazy happens with the ball. We don't know what's going on. 
But I'm I, also this is skewing my pick a little when we get to it. I'm sick and tired of being wrong on the Bills. I keep saying Josh Allen, Josh Allen, and all they do is Join win. Join me, brother. Join yeah. me. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I just need to jump on the Sean McDermott, Brian Dable bandwagon because they they see I like what's going on there, and it does feel like finally, and maybe it was just one game, but it felt like maybe that Bills defense is kind of getting to what we thought they might be at the beginning of the year. So I don't know. That mm-hmm. one, this one's tough for me, LJ. What what are your kind of thoughts going into it? I Mr. mean, Mr. I, I know you want to see Josh say- Allen go through some tables. Yeah, I do. Oh boy, I do. And I'm not going to say much before we make our picks, but I will say that I think this is uh, an AFC championship game. We're going to see a lot over the next dozen years. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to happen. It does feel like we have the future of the AFC kind mm-hmm. of. I, it in does. These two it feels teams. like this is the first of many. It feels like this is the the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady of 2004 or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 with it. I'm excited for this game. I think this is going to be one of the more fun games we've seen of the entire playoffs. I think it's going to be all offense, which kind of bums me out a little bit as a, as a loser that likes defense, but, but I'm, I'm really excited for this game. It's going to be really fun. You know, they did play earlier in the regular season. The chiefs won kind of a defensive struggle with running game. The weather was terrible in that game. Pops well, it I mean, should be pretty nice in Kansas city this week, I think. So do you have any major thoughts or, um, yeah, I, I think what is interesting about the playoffs, and I'm really looking are these two games this weekend, and I'm really looking. You got the young guns uh, playing the in the AFC, and you got the old dudes playing yeah. in the NFC. Uh, and, and I'm excited, really excited to see both games. Well, um, either way, we got a great Super Bowl, right? <laughs> no matter who wins on either side, you've got like that that passing of the torch moment potentially happening. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. I'm loving this postseason. Yeah, me too. I've I've loved this postseason, and I'm golly, I'm looking forward to this game. I I think you might see. I'm like you guys. I think Mahomes is definitely going to play, but I I would think Andy Reid would keep him out. And by the way, let me stop. Just digress. That hit didn't look that bad. I I don't I don't see where he got the concussion, unless maybe at the very end his head hit the the turf, you know, and it hit right on the front. But it didn't look. The hit just didn't look that bad. But what I'm saying is I think Reed will – he's not going to run a whole lot. I think Reed will keep him protected and he'll get rid of the ball. I, golly, that game's going to – both these lines are good. Yeah. They're well done. They're yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm ready to watch him. Yeah. I, I, we talked about this last week, so I kind of want to get y'all's perspective. Uh, the fourth down call in the NFL, we're so – whether whether it works or not, like right now, everyone mm-hmm. is talking about the balls on Andy Reid and what a great call, and it bl- obviously blew Tony Romo away. I thought he was going to like pass out on the uh, during the game. <laughs> Tony Romo didn't know what to say. Um, but but if he doesn't, if that doesn't work, we are blasting Andy Reid today because not only did he snap it before one second, so he gave a few extra ticks yeah. on the clock, but you're going for it with Chad Henney instead of punting to a defense that you've or to an offense that you've relatively done well against it just it was just another situation where oh wow what a great call by Andy Reid that's why he's one of the best coaches in the game but it's because he got it we're just so we're so wishy-washy on whether we like it I will tell you what though Tariq Hill that fourth and one if you can get him the ball that's almost a given I don't know how you stop that you get it I don't know how you stop that he'll still get the first I mean yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah, that run before Henny though to get him in that fourth and one Awesome run. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, go. And I'll say, I mean, can you imagine how he felt? There are two moments there. Can you imagine how he felt when he was tackled? He thought that he had just won the game. 
And you see him, he, he, got he, got him. he was pumped. Like he had just won the game for the Kansas City Chiefs and took him to the <laughs> AFC Championship game. Like that has got to be the best feeling in the world to come in as a backup and do that. And then to turn around and see where they spotted it. Oh my God, the sink you must have. Like he had two feelings there that were the most extreme. I don't think I've ever felt like he felt, you know? <laughs> the highs and lows of being an NFL quarterback. Uh yeah, I I, I want to give – I don't know for sure if Tony's listening to this, uh, but Mr. Romo, if you are listening to the pod, <laughs> I love you, obviously. One of your, maybe your biggest fan. I know, and I'm sitting next to one of your – he'll literally turn off Red Zone to go watch your game, Tony, because he wants to hear you call the game. I think it might be time to tone it down a little bit at moments because there was a <laughs> Chad Henney made that run and even Nance kind of goes, we'll have to see where he spots it. And Romo is just going, he just sent the Chiefs to the AFC champ. I like go nuts. And it's like, Tony, just you might just calm it down a tad. But Pops, do you have any thoughts on Romo's ecstatic? End? Well, I mean, I guess I was caught up in the moment. And yes, I love to watch a Romo call game. But I mean, I thought. Henny got it. I really did. I thought that I run did. was amazing. And I mean, he went for it. You know, he didn't slide the down. Balls. Uh, oh, yeah. It, <laughs> I, I, hell, go, Romo. Call it up, dude. <laughs> just just Don't be you. you. Romo was you. Just, he was excited to be out of the closet, right? I mean, he'd spent two weeks in COVID. That's true. Uh, in the COVID calls. He was like, man, I'm in a stadium. Zone. I'm out here watching it. Oh, my God. This is great. So, yeah. Uh, he did get excited. He yeah, got really yeah. excited. I wonder. Yeah. So, and this is going on the, the Andy Reid call. I think this was not a – this was something they knew. If we get into a fourth down, like I think it's something they've worked on all year where they thought if we get into a situation, because good coaches do work out specific situations. And I think they knew right away, if we get to a fourth down, we'd do it. But it was interesting. Romo pointed out, and he tricked Romo, because Romo really thought they were just trying to get a false start, because they did. Yeah. They looked like they I were just too. standing there. Well, he even said the body language. There's no way they're running a play. And I agreed with him. It looked like they yeah. were just – Do you think – so my question, Chad do you Henny. think oh that's – Part of the play I do. by Andy Reid. I think it's like, let's go up the line. We're going to look like we don't now care. Now you give Tyreek Hill just one, which he might not even need, slight instant of, of relaxation yeah. on that defense, and and you're done. As long that's as Henny puts the ball on, on the mark. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that, if that's a preparation thing, and they know we're going to go up an offensive line. Everyone else, y'all don't even have to worry about it because it's just Tyreek Hill. Maybe yeah. one of the guy on the back end. And if, that's what the, if that was the preparation, that's what they had planned. I mean, Andy Reid, I'm glad you did get Super Bowl last year because he's getting love. Andy Reid is an awesome head coach. Yeah, I really yeah, do yeah, like him. Yeah. Now, if he would have missed I, that fourth down, we'd be saying something different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're right, Kevin. I think that's a good call. I think this is a play that they've had that said, okay, if we're in fourth and less than half a yard, we're going we're gonna to call this against the Bills because we know they're going to set up in this and we know they're going to overstack and and they're going to be able to sneak Tyreek into the, into the flat. So – I think you're right. I think because it didn't look like they were unlike Tony Romo's teams of the past when he's been out there. There was no freak about them. And they were just calm as they could be. And yeah. he calls a play. Oh, yeah, we got this. Nobody was running around yelling at anybody. It's like, okay, yeah. here we go. We practiced it 100 times. Let's do it. It looked like they had no doubt. It wasn't like an antsy, can we get this? It was like, all right, let's yes. just go yes. get this and win it. Let's go get, get it. Let's go. go get it. And I'll say this. And, 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 uh, which is exciting to watch this weekend. But right now, Tyreek Hill, in any game he's played this year, and, and it's really he's really having a peak year, but he's the best athlete on the field in every yeah. game he's played. 
I haven't seen it where there's been someone a better athlete than him. And you can say he's fast, he's strong, he's small, but he carries a lot. He gets that extra yard. He's the best athlete on the field right now in every game he's played. Well, and to his point, I think sometimes, and we've talked about this, but I think sometimes we go, Tyreek Hill's a really fast receiver. You know, he's really good, real fast. But we almost don't credit him as one of the great receivers. Uh, PFF had a stat out there that he's like number three this year in contested catches. We don't think of him as a go up and get it, but he really has good hands. He jumps up and goes and gets balls you don't think he should. And, oh, yeah, like Dad said, he can beat you on any route, go or out route. He's just faster than you as – He's and really I was good. amazed. Really, really yeah. good. I think almost unguardable. Yeah, and I was uh, speaking to Prestige Worldwide during that game, and uh, I made the comment, I was really amazed how many times Tyreek Hill was catching the ball over the middle. He was going over the middle and catching these balls 15, 18 yards down yeah. the field, and and that is a dangerous place for a five foot seven receiver to be. <laughs> and uh, But he he did a good job and, and was had made some tough catches. Yeah. All right, let's go to the NFC. Let's go to the Battle of the Old Heads, as Pop said. We got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this is in back-to-back weeks, you get Tom Brady versus Drew Brees and then Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. That is awesome. Awesome stuff. This is the first time Aaron Rodgers has ever hosted an NFC Championship game in Lambeau Field. Uh, I've I've been riding the Bucs bandwagon a lot, and I do think the Bucs are good. But there was times in that game against New Orleans where I, I thought Brees looked poor a lot of the game. Brady didn't look great for a lot of that game either. When, yeah, it, when it counted, he made a couple of throws. That's right. That one to Scotty Miller was really good. That one to Ty, Tyrell Johnson, who the rookie out of Minnesota that they hit, was a really good catch too. I I just wonder, on the other side, number 12 for Green Bay looks as good as ever right now. I mean, he is putting some throws right where they need to be. And, oh, by the way, Aaron Jones was a few little breaks away from having a huge day against the Rams. They almost beat the Rams by three touchdowns, and that's yeah. a good defense. Uh, what, what's your thoughts going into that game, LJ? Well, in the email, you had mentioned uh, that it One was uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the GOAT, and I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, but I don't think that that's the way that that I would describe it. I mean, it's, it's potential GOATs playing here. Um, Aaron Rodgers statistically stacks up against Tom Brady in very favorable ways, the only difference is Mike McCarthy versus Bill Belichick. You know what I'm talking about? So um, I'm really excited to see this game. I think this is this is more the two of them showing off how how damn good they are, how clutch they are. Um, and I, I, I'm just really pumped for this game. I think I'm a little bit more pumped for the AFC game, but this is this is like this is defining of our generation of of what quarterback was really the the number one of this gen. That's that's my thought on this game. What do, you, what do you think, Tony? Man, I think LJ's right on it. I, um, you know, I, I was wa- you know watching the game <clears throat> Saturday Tony, we got to stop agreeing so much. We got I to. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wrong. I say, jinx that. No three and we one this weekend. Please? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but I was watching that game, and, and the two things that really hit me were um, how well the Packers were able to run the football on the Rams, and that's what made the difference. You you said that, Kevin, about Aaron Jones being just a couple of 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 uh, just missed tackles away from breaking civilian. They still had over, I think the stat was over 200 yards rushing, is something like that. Um, for a for a from a team perspective between AJ Dillon, Jamal Williams, and Aaron uh Jones and um, 
188. 188. It's close to 200. Uh, No one's really done that on the Rams. For them to be able to do that was just amazing. And I know Aaron Donald only played about 50% of the plays. but um, That defense is still good with that. That makes a difference. It makes a difference. It makes a difference, but still, that was impressive, which I I think goes into this weekend. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers played one of the best games at quarterback that I've ever seen. And and I when I, when he rolled out and 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 pump faked uh, the safety and rolled into the end zone. Oh my gosh, a thing of beauty uh, for him. That first touchdown that he got. I mean, he jumps up and he's going to throw that. He pump fakes that guy and he bit it and he just rolls right underneath him. You know, that's that's those are the ones where you go. I can't believe that just happened to me. Those are the ones you go back to the bench and say, "Fuck that guy, man! I can't believe he just did that to me." That old motherfucker. What's he doing doing that? You know, you just don't expect that. And Aaron Rodgers is over just smug as he can be, going, "That's right, that's right. I just showed you up. Where are your ankles, man? Where are your ankles?" And you know, you mentioned the smugness of him. And there was, a, I wanted to bring this up. There's a tweet from Kevin Clark for the Ringer at by Kevin Clark on Twitter. He put. An opposing player once told me the most frustrating thing about playing Rodgers is how much fun he has. You're in the fight of your life trying to slow him down, and he's just <laughs> smiling like he's playing pickup hoops. They said it's incredibly demoralizing and makes everything slightly worse. And then separately, Mason Foster, uh, a linebacker, once told him that Rodgers would talk Pac-12 football with him in between snaps <laughs> and couldn't believe how calm he was while also shredding the defense. Dude, it, <laughs> and yeah. he does that. He was, like, making throws that are just beautiful throws and pump yeah. fakes, and then the camera shows him, and he's, like, giggling like he just told Daddy your yeah. mom joke or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like playing any sport against Jim McGee when Jim McGee's on, right? You just don't want to do it Wait. because he's – because he's going to win. And I just hate when Jim McGee is, is on and because then it starts, right? And that's the way Aaron Rodgers wow. is all the time. Damn it, Jim. That's hey, rare. Hey, I haven't seen that very <laughs> often, Tony. You know, just I hate it. And Aaron Rodgers has got that down. So, got it down. So, Pops, you are recording this while wearing a Green Bay Packers pullover, <laughs> I think bought at Lambeau Field. So, I don't know if there's bias here, but let's – Let's look at the lines. We get our lines courtesy of Bet Online. Right now, if you go over to Bet Online, you can put in the promo code <laughs> Armchair, A R M C H A I R, and you get some little sign up bonuses. You want to cash in on that and get ready to not only win some we money for the playoffs, but you can also get into some NBA action. I'm trying to keep a straight face. We, I, I mentioned Pops is wearing, for the listeners out there, Pops is wearing a Packers pullover. Now we got Cheesehead. Uncle Tony not only has Patrick Mahomes in the background, but now he's wearing a Cheesehead hat. Yeah, so, I wonder where his picks are today. <laughs> let's just go to the picks then, Mr. Cheesehead and Mr. Packer. Let's go to you, Pops, first. Minus three, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Give us maybe some thoughts on the game and how you think it is. Well, first thought on the game, and we, we I didn't get a chance to say this earlier, but who won between Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey? Who, who do you think won that battle? Devontae. Uh, yeah. It did yeah. feel like they didn't just line up. They weren't lined up together the whole time, but I think but I, yeah. I think Adams won that battle uh, yeah. without the best a doubt. receiver in football in my uh, You know, here's where, here's where I come down on it. Uh, cold is cold, and it hurts to play in cold. And it hurts both. That's analysis. Teams. Cold is cold. That cold is, is cold. I mean, <laughs> that's what Sign you. Them up. That's why you pay for this. Uh, <laughs> but but here's the thing: there's a team that's in Green Bay that plays in the cold. It's supposed to be 29 degrees, possibly some snow flurries on Sunday, and you got a team from Tampa Bay <laughs> that that does not play in the cold. Uh, uh, 
who's the quarterback of the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, <laughs> has said has said how glad he is that he's away from New England because he loves the warm weather. I, they need to carry their ass to Alaska and practice this week or something because <laughs> I, I'm just cold makes a difference. So, it, it, it does, and it does hurt both teams, but one is used to it. So before you give me your picks, pops, that's interesting. So we know Tom has played. Tons of games. We've seen the cold weather games up in Gillette. We've seen him do it over and over again. But you do have a point. He's been in Tampa now for a year. Your body gets acclimated to not being in the cold. Like, at least when he was playing those home games in New England, you know, he's waking up. It's cold. He goes to bed. It's cold. It's just cold. Oh, yeah. now he's been in the sunny Florida all year. You think it can affect? I think it definitely affects some of those other guys. It'll, that have it'll never affect played. the other guys for sure. Can it affect Tom Brady? I do think Brady's got the mindset that he will, he will just work through it. But I think it will be an issue, and and I, I'm telling you that's why I'm going to take Green Bay, uh, and I'll give you the three. I, I really think they're going to win this game. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing lights freaking out. Uh, he is amazing. I don't think anybody can stop Adams. Aaron Jones had uh, 99 yards, as y'all talked about, and then they got Dylan and Williams to come in. Uh, Tanyan, the tight end, has been playing pretty good. Lazard. I, I think I think their defense. I mean, yeah, I wish they had. If, if they had Bakhtiari, just catch one of those three balls, and he's going to get a touchdown too. <laughs> if they had Bakhtiari, perhaps the best left tackle in football, it, yeah. it wouldn't even be a question. But well, I, I do. I'm taking Green Bay, and I'll, and I'll give you the three. Even without Bakhtiari last week, Rogers seemed to do it to be doing that vintage Roger, just patting the ball, looking around. It didn't seem like he was nervous very often. Tony, I saw some head shakes, but I also see that cheese head on your head. Are you rolling with? Packers minus three with pops or or what do you think? Or do you, I also well, want to know your your thoughts on the cold and Tom. And yeah, the I, the so I'm gonna disagree with Liff a little bit about the cold. You know, um, Lambeau Field is no longer the Lambeau Field that it was 10, 12 years ago. You know, when they resurfaced that, they've Global they've warming. got a uh, system underneath <laughs> that that keeps it uh, keeps it warm. So they send warm water through that. Uh, through that field. So the thing about cold weather was that the field is just, it gets hard and it's, it hurts to land on it, but that's not the case anymore. That field's uh, heated. And so it's, it's always going to be 40 degrees. And, uh, uh, so I, I don't think the cold matters that much anymore. Now at twenty nine is not that big a deal, to be honest with you. Twenty nine is not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah now, Tony, was, you are right. It's not. It's not the frozen tundra it once was. I was nine some degrees or something. I was hearing stories about when it was like the the ice bowl type games yeah. where it feels like you're getting tackled on concrete and stuff, yeah. and cleats just don't grip at all. It's not yeah, quite so that anymore. Not quite that. So I, I'll say. And so it, this is also going to be a great game. Uh, I mean, uh, to me. Tampa Bay probably has more talent on offense than uh, Green Bay does. If Ronald Jones, Anybody, maybe if Ronald Jones is is playing, uh, because with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, they have just as formidable a running game as the Packers with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. I think uh, so. It's pretty balanced, and and Tampa Bay has better receivers. Uh, although Anna Adams is the best receiver on that field, but. When you've got um, Mike Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown, if Antonio's healthy, we got to see about that. Uh, I, I think that they've probably got an advantage. But I think, as I said, I think Aaron Rodgers is playing the best quarterback that he's played in his life. This new system works well for him. He's having a good time. 
Uh, I think he plays better than the GOAT this this weekend, and I'll I'll take Green Bay and those three points to to, to be the uh, NFC representative in the Super Bowl. Wow, he he was setting me up the whole time to make me think know, he was going bucks, and then and then what flipped on me. It's all about. I think Aaron the Rogers. cheese head on his head was a giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I, I'm wearing the cheese I head. That was, was a red hair Lambeau Field, but uh, I, I I've got to go. I, I think Aaron Rodgers right now after. After thinking the Rams could go in there and win, if the Rams can't go in and win, I don't think anybody can go in there and win. And so I, I'm going with with the Packers. Well, I mean, it was the Rams with the banged up golf and a banged up Aaron Donald. You got the, the Bucks for all intents and purposes are healthy, right? I mean, Brown well, might the, not be the yeah, but run defense could, in the league, correct? Yeah, yep. if you can go in there and have your way with the with the Rams coming to town, then man, I, I don't know how anybody stops them and, and can score enough to keep up. So. All right, El, we got two Packers and the three. Well, Where just, are you going? Look, this is – okay, so I'm going to start off with uh, Tony's thoughts on the cold. Uh, absolutely absurd because I'm sitting here in Springdale, Arkansas, and I'm, I've am i been living years in Chicago where I'll go walk pocket in the middle of February in shorts, and I'm hit, sitting here in Springdale, and it's like, oh, it's 54 degrees. I better put on some three jackets or something. Like, <laughs> you change quickly. You acclimate very quickly. And I'm not 43 years old like Mr. Brady is. But um, – I, I'm really nervous to say that I'm also going to take the Packers with the minus three. I Ooh. I don't know how this is okay. Like we're we're going to have oh, some no. problems, Kevin, if you join us. <laughs> wow. Well, so I've been riding the Buccaneers train, and I think they're really good. I just I kind of think the Packers are a buzzsaw right now. I really <laughs> just think this offense is humming. The defense is good enough. So the way I pictured this game happening is I do think they'll get over the cold. I think Tom Brady's going to kind of be the leader he is and kind of they'll get through it. But to start the game, I do think it'll bother him because they're like, God dang, it is cold and it hurts to get hit. And these balls feel a little different on my hand when it's 30 well, degrees. Take a little pressure out of it, right? Take a little air hey, out of it. True. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. I just think I want to change the defense, they're going to the, <laughs> the Bucks are going to need to do a lot what they did last week, which is keep this game close and we just need Brady to be vintage Brady for a quarter. I don't, if they're banking on Brady to just outduel Aaron Rodgers for four quarters, I don't think it's happening. No way. I think the Packers win by 10 if that's the case. But if they can muck up the game, make it a little ugly, have that number one run defense, slow them down, maybe. I just – it's hard for me to find a way the Packers don't win and win by three. I, I think I'm going back. You know what? I'm going Bucks. We, we got three Packers. I'm going Bucks. Bucks plus three. All Give right, me the Bucks. Boy. <laughs> Give me Tom Brady. Give me Tampa You better make Tom. that your lock because that's the answer right there. <laughs> Tom Brady getting to stay in. And the next week or in two weeks when he plays in the Super Bowl, we won't have to worry about the cold because we're going to stay at home in Tampa, baby. Tom staying in Tampa for the Super Bowl. We'll be if, good. If you'd have went Green it? Bay, I was getting on bed online right now and putting money on the bus. <laughs> yeah, right I'm now. Logged in. So, I'm logged in good to go. So I was yeah, so what is it that Chris Berman used to call this game? The gay, the Bay of Pigs. Green Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay. <laughs> I guess I haven't heard that one from Berman. Oh, man, I'm going to have to find I haven't heard it, but it sounds like it. <laughs> Okay, we go from the two legends to the two up-and-comers. One's already trying to get his Hall of Fame credentials set up with Mahomes. But Josh Allen, we're still we're working on it. But we have the Bills, Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by three in this one as well. At Kansas City, we mentioned the weather will be decent. I'll go ahead and start. And 
I think it comes down a lot like the other one, quarterback versus quarterback, and I just I trust Patrick Mahomes until he proves me wrong. I just trust Mahomes and, and Andy Reid and that cheese. And I think the defense is better than we give him credit because, like Tony said, they've been kind of idling the offense. The defense has been pretty good for now, four or five weeks. So I I like them, and it, and all it takes is a quarter. We saw it last year when they were what down twenty four to three to the Texans after the first, and then end up going to half up thirty five to twenty three or something crazy. They can score yeah. fast, and that's all it's going to yeah. take. So I, I'm going Chiefs. Minus three. I feel pretty good on that. Uh, Pops, or let's go to uh, LJ. I know LJ's been riding with the Bills. Will you stick with it against the Super Bowl champs? I'm all about the table, man. Just we're getting we're getting flaming tables with Josh <laughs> Allen. I'm picking the Bills. Um, I, I I mean honestly, this is kind of a crapshoot to me. I think this is going to be whoever has the ball <clears> last, and I'm just hoping it's the Bills. Um, but uh, I like the Bills to win. I like either team to win it, but I like the Bills better. Um, I'm throwing them on the spot here, pops. What do you, if the bills won a Super Bowl, do you think we get a commitment from LJ on jumping through a table? I think we probably could. (laughs) Who's buying the table? There's a financial implication here, but otherwise, absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) Can we talk to Malort and see if they'll buy us a table? We can always ask. We'll throw a bit. We'll slap a big Malort logo on yeah, it. We'll yeah, have yeah. like a Malort logo on the video that we put out. I mean, yeah, it'll be all Malort, everything. I'll I'll join Josh Allen on that. Yeah, I mean, maybe not with the flames. We'll we'll yeah, slow down yeah, on the what flames. About the flames. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let LJ pass on the flames, but I wouldn't mind seeing a table get get jumped through by by the one and only LJ. Um, so LJ, you said you are riding. Are you saying you're riding with the Bills to win or just to to cover? Well, I mean, you don't have, this doesn't I'll, have to be I'll a take the plus anything, three. But. I mean, you know, absolutely. But I, actually, I mean, I think they're going to win. I think it's I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last, though. I mean, so I think it's a crapshoot. I think it's a 50 50. I think it should be a pick em, in my opinion. Um, so the plus three I'll take all day. Pops. Well, wow. you know, I, I love McDermott. I love Buffalo. I love Josh Allen. I like Diggs. Uh, I, I think that defense showed up. Um this is a tough one for me, uh, but but Mahomes is is going to play as we said, and and I just I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kansas City, and and, and I'll give you the three. Well, I, even I, if he doesn't, Henny's proven he's not a cat. He's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> yeah, he throws another interception like he. Did. Yeah, that interception was pretty <laughs> <It> was bad. <laughs> ugly. U G L Y. All right, so I'm taking Kansas City All right. minus three. Tone. All right, so. I, I won't. I won't be able to, to be allowed in the house if I don't make this pick. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I it, right now at three points, I like Kansas City, and I like Kansas City to win. But I think this is going to be a phenomenal game that's going to come down to it, and the Chiefs are going to win because they're at home, uh, based upon you know uh, just a, a last second field goal or something like that. So my thought is I like Kansas City uh with with the three. Now I'll say this if for some reason Mahomes is cleared early and we know he's gonna play and Vegas lets that line get to four or more, I would be tempted to go put some money on the Bills to cover. But as it sits today, I think the Chiefs are gonna win this regardless but uh, I think they cover those three, and I'll, I'll take the Chiefs. I was actually going to ask, what's the number? What like what if threes? If threes the Chiefs, what's the number for the Bills? And I think you totally answered. Yeah. So yeah, I think the hook. If you get 
Yeah, three and a half almost puts it puts it out of you know where you want to really consider the Bills. Yeah, because I think this is where the Chiefs, you know, Butker as bad as he was last week, um, he's been really good <laughs> oh all year God. long. But now Tyler Bass has been phenomenal as well, and I don't yeah. think the weather's going to be a, a situation in Kansas City. So I mean, they get some man, wind. They get some wind in KC, but. They do. You just but. made me think back, Tony, and I, I'm, this is totally called back to the Lamar Jackson thing. But not only, also Justin Tucker oh. missed two field goals in that game. Yeah. Justin oh Tucker doesn't God. miss a field How goal do we ever. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah, if we want to yeah, talk no, about yeah, coach Justin Tucker and missing that those was, field goals and doinked him. Doinked you know? him. Cody Parkey him. And yeah, <laughs> gosh, just. How do you do that? I mean, you—he you, could kick that a hundred more times, and he would never hit those goalposts <laughs> right. like that. He could not do it again, and uh, um, just the wind kind of messed with him, and uh, it, it was swirling, and thought they had, thought they had it figured out, and it it went again him. Well, and and I'll tell you, I'll tell you my football watching experience this weekend. I mean, I I know I got him three and one. But, uh, but, but I'm glad you threw that in there. Yeah. If anyone wants to know, I I, I went three and one. You see, you just like, Oh, I'm glad I also went three and one, but let's go back to my, but also like every time I said, this is going to be a high scoring game. I know for a fact, it's going to be a high scoring game. It was not. And then, uh, and then, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tucker, uh, when he missed that first one, I was like, Oh, he won't miss another one for, you know, another two years now. (laughs) I mean, that was his one. And then what, like, what, what? I don't know. (laughs) I, Tony, I was, yeah, LJ, you you make a good point. I, I off in the, most of these games, I've thought, oh, these these offenses will score. Yeah. They will score. This will be high scoring. And there's been a lot of low scoring stuff. Is this something I've just, Tony, in your recollection in playoffs, is am I just did I get skewed? And it's often low scoring games in the playoffs. I feel like I should have yeah. known this coming forward that weather gets bad, teams tighten up, defenses play a little better. Yeah, playoff football. You know, you don't have that other than Andy Reid with balls of golden steel or whatever they are, but um, the size of grapefruits. But um, normally you don't, um, you don't, you play a lot tighter and that brings those scores down and you don't take the chances that you, that you, that you normally will take until you get, get a game that is completely out of whack, a great team versus a mediocre team that made it through. I don't see us having that in these playoffs, and so well. So both of know. these games are the Kansas City Buffaloes fifty three are two high scoring offenses. Do you like the under there, Ooh. or are you still? That's, Man, that's, a, that's a, a good one. spot for it. Yeah, fifty three and a half is a lot better than what we saw. Um, yeah, I I want to say the over if Mahomes is playing. I think you've probably got the over, but that gum Kansas City, like I said, they just kind of keep it on idle. Um, the I I I think the Packers uh Bucks at fifty one is a better over than the Chiefs and Bills. Believe it or not, I I just those Doing have been just cold. some strange games they've played. And um, if I'm going over, I'm going over on the on the uh the Bucks and the Pack. Hmm. All right, so let's see. On let's look back at the game. So on the Tampa Bay Green Bay, we had. You three were all on Green Bay minus yeah. three, and I went. I was about to go with Green Bay as well, but I just yeah. didn't want us to go all yeah. on one. So Tampa Bay plus three. I feel a lot better about my pick knowing y'all all three went Green Bay. Yeah, you should. Pops, you I should. ask you, what does Tampa Bay either need to do or need to have happen to win this game? Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. What do they need to do? To make to to win the game. Yep. Well, if Aaron Rodgers got hurt, that would help. Yeah, that well, would help. Uh, or, let's I got an no answer. Injuries. I got an answer. Okay. Um, what do you got? I mean, I think they got to shut down the run. I think they've got to have. Uh, they got to make it one dimension Packers. Yep. No run game. Yep. Yep. I think that's what's got to happen. It's got to be uh, Rodgers and Adams uh, winning this game for them. I think they have. I think then the Buccaneers have a shot because then they get into. Um, they get to control the clock and they get to control everything. Um, if the Packers don't have the run game that they've gotten used to over the past few weeks. So I think that that's what I'm looking for is are the uh, Buccaneers rush defense, what their numbers have said they are all year. That's what I'm looking for. I like that. That's, that's a good, and I, I want to add that Leonard Fournette probably just made himself several million money. dollars last week. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, in a good cold game, they ought to just ride his ass. Uh, and if they can ride him, uh, and, and keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, you know, I think they, they might have a chance. Well, so that running game and Ronald Jones. Also. Yeah, I was about to say, I would also <laughs> echo what Tony was saying earlier. If Ronald Jones can be the Ronald Jones that was, what, number five rushing this year or something? So, mm. A lot higher than I think you might realize. That, I didn't realize it, it'll, that. It'll, it'll, it'll come down to LJ. I think you're, I think you're on to it. The Bucks need to win the game because I don't think, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think Tom Brady's going to outduel Aaron Rodgers for a full game. Yeah. But if the Bucks can stop the run, and then, like Pat Pop said, then run the ball on the other side. 
That's what that's the ingredients they need to have happen to win this game. Now, will that happen? I don't know, but that's I think that's what we need. Tony, how about the Buffalo? I know you took Kansas City. What does Buffalo need to have happen to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead? They need a they need a turnover for a touchdown. They got to okay. flip. They got to yeah, flip the, uh, the the flip the side, um, and that's very rare for Mahomes. But it's not that rare uh, for uh, one of those running backs to give up the ball. We'll yeah, see Kareem if Hunt C- could do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll Kareem see if Hunt's C- on the Browns now, but oh, <laughs> we'll see. If C- Wait, C- is Alaire back? Is Alaire back this he week? He was almost back last weekend. I would suspect that he plays this weekend, and that's the one you kind of look for that rookie to give it up there and that. Uh, in that playoff game. And um, now if Daryl Williams continues, he played, he's played phenomenal these last three weeks. So um, I don't know that CEH will be back. Um, That's kind of Andy Reid's deal and and keep him off the field, keep that from happening. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's it. So they need a, they need a a defensive score uh, to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Your Mahomes doesn't do that too often. No, I don't see that happening. Period. Yeah, Yeah, I don't (laughs) see that happening, Tony. But you're right. That's what the Bills need to win. Also, don't see the Bills win. So yeah, too. That's that's what got them. The that's what got Mm -hmm. them here. They gotta have it. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think the NFL like if they had their pick of who gets the Super Bowl? Do you think they want like a Mahomes Brady, Mahomes Rogers? The two, I, think, I know State Farm. State Farm wants Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. I think the NFL wants Mahomes Brady. I think they want the. I mean the the obvious Hall of Famer. I mean, well, they're both obvious Hall of Famers in that game. But the 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 guy who's been called the goat for the last ten years versus the guy who I mean is I mean everyone's saying a generational talent. I think. Um, so I mean I think that's what they want. I want they they want Chiefs versus Bucks. What. Well, I know you want Bills. What do you think? Uh, well, I think they want the Chiefs for sure because I think they love Mahomes. They love Andy Reid. Um, and I'd probably, if you, they would like Rodgers. I think they like, because Rodgers is fantastic and he's been around. But I think if, if I had to pick, I'd go with LJ. I'd say probably uh, Tampa Bay and Kansas City is who they would prefer. I could see the NFL wanting Buffalo because Mahomes and the Chiefs have already solidified. Like Mahomes is every kid who's, Seven years old's favorite player. Like everyone wants a Mahomes jersey. Yeah. So cool. If Josh the Chiefs Allen are becomes fun. the cool guy. Yeah, that's big. Josh that's Allen huge. could solidify himself as Bill's legend. Well, and, if he and if, gets the Super Bowl, if I mean honestly, I mean Buffalo is the only team that's located in the state of New York. I think that would be someone that they would want to be a big team for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, Bills have cool jerseys. Josh Allen, I think, is a cool guy. He's a fun guy. If he gets a week on that media week. I think people will start like kind of fall in love with Josh Allen. He just seems like a lovable guy. And he also, he's not Mahomes yet, but he has some of those arms talent, just things he does at times where you're like, whoa, so he can do things that not many this guys is on a, the This is just also, do. this is kind of irrelevant, irrelevant, but a fun fact is that I, I saw the, the stats for uh, states looking up the, the, the word concussion on Google uh, after <laughs> the game on Sunday. <laughs> And uh, number one was Kansas, number two was Missouri, and number five, New York. So, <laughs> how long does it take to heal from a concussion? Eight days? Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think the NFL wants definitely Kansas City. Buffalo is still a small market team. Yeah, true. That's Nobody true. knows who yeah. Sean McDermott yeah. is. And <laughs> they awesome. kind of know who Sean, Josh Allen is, but everybody knows who Andy Reid is. Everybody 
just like you said, every seven-year-old wants to watch Patrick Mahomes. And so that's yeah. going to drive those those ratings up. I don't know that it matters. Both of the NFC teams are going to have a good storyline. Yeah. And if we get if we get the Chiefs and the Packers, correct me if I'm wrong, first time we've had that matchup since Super Bowl one. No, really? In the Super Bowl. Let's ask IT. I think it's also going to be the first Aaron Rodgers Mahomes uh duel. And a lot of people compared Mahomes to Aaron Rodgers kind of when he first broke out, just as a guy that can kind of get out of the pocket and just flick it 60 yards. Yeah. For me personally, I would, I would rather watch a green, uh, green Bay chiefs Super Bowl than a a chiefs Tampa Bay Super Bowl. How, while while LJ's looking that up, uh, no, IT's looking it up. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) how fitting would it be or just, Almost mean to do to Bills fans. So finally, <laughs> after 20 years, they get out from the Tom Brady. He leaves, and they win the AFC East. They go to the the, the Super Bowl, and then they have to play Tom Brady in his home stadium. Oh, that would gross. be so, that'd be that a nightmare. Be, oh, I forgot that this is going to be at, played at Raymond James Stadium, isn't it? That's yeah. right. Super yeah. Bowls yeah. in Tampa, which that, that has never occurred. Yeah, that's never right? happened. Never had a home team play oh, in their Super Bowl. Man. That I just I feel for bad for Bills fans going. All you're like, look at that. We finally got rid of Tom Brady, and we're as good as I thought we'd be. This is great. This is great. You're in the Super Bowl, and you played Tom Brady <laughs> again. Yeah, that would be crushing if he beats them in the Super Bowl. Oh, I think I think from the what we've said, the NFL can't. They're almost in a can't lose situation. No matter how this matchup plays out, like y'all said, Tampa Tom or Aaron Rodgers getting the Super Bowl on the NFC side, you're happy. I think you'd rather be the Chiefs, but the Bills are exciting. They are a fun team. Josh Allen's fun. Diggs is awesome. Buffalo Bills Mafia is insane. So I think they'll be happy um, either way. IT wants to confirm that, uh, that yeah, Tony is right, that this would be the first rematch of Super Bowl one ever if that if that happens. So Shout Super out wow. to IT. Speaking of Bills awful. Mafia. Did you see LJ? I figured you might have seen this. Uh, the donations that started pouring in oh for the Mark Jackson. The Bills Mafia so much. Yeah, that was, is a cool thing. What is yeah. what they do? Yeah. That's that's not new for them. This is what they do. This no, they did it for uh, Carson Palmer. Well, so so Andy Dalton. What happened this past week, Tony? If you hadn't seen, so you know, as you clearly know, we talked about Lamar Jackson goes that ball gets snapped over his head. He tries to get it and he gets concussed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, then uh, as he gets hurt, right after he gets hurt, a ton of Bills fans started. Uh, donating $8 to his favorite charity. You can find a list of it, every NFL player's favorite charity. And I think it's back backpacks of hope. It's, or a, backpacks it's a charity for, in Louisville. Yeah. It's a Louisville. Kentucky. It's something yeah. backpacks of something, but they went up, they kept donating and there's a lot of $8 donations. Cause that's Lamar Jackson's Jersey. And a lot of them said like, we hope you get better or get better, get well soon or all this stuff. And then it ended up, they raised $360,000. Yeah. For his charity, and then wow. the Ravens organization matched it. That's Whoa, cool. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So seven hundred twenty thousand dollars got donated to that, and wow. so it all. But it, it almost feels like a little bit of like if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm kind of annoyed because I'm pissed off that I lost, and now I'd be like, "Thanks, Bills fans. I know we lost, <laughs> oh, but thanks I'd for the be, donation. I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy. I mean, if you, it's just cool. And something you care about that much, and yeah. and and it raises. Seven hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that, that's huge. That's cool. That's he yeah. did tweet. He did tweet something about I'm at a loss for words. Thank you, Bills Mafia. The kids will appreciate even more or something. I mean, 
I do think Lamar Jackson's well, cool, and dude. you know Bills the Bills Mafia, Mafia is really not cool. like just swimming in money with their their uh, folding table small market team. They spend yeah, every yeah, year. yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this isn't. I think this is the third time this has happened. I know when Andy Dalton, yeah, this is when he's at the Bengals. He knocked out whoever was supposed to go to the playoffs. The Bengals didn't have anything to play for, and they won in Week 17 and knocked out whoever was going to make it. So since they didn't, now the Bills got in. And the Bills donated a bunch of money to Andy Dalton's favorite charity. And there was another one they did it to, too. I mean, I think that's so cool. That's like, a cool deal. Yeah, be like, cool hell, we won. Let's go give charity to the other team. Like, it's the other team's starting quarterback. It'd be yeah. one thing to go give it to Josh Allen's quarterback. Good guys. Good, that's good cool. crew there. Yeah. Cool things. Was there anything else over the course of the weekend or week that Cotchell's out of y'all want to talk about? I know – I don't know if LJ and Pops got a chance to watch Tiger Woods. Did no. you? Uh, yeah, I did. No, I did. I haven't Jeff, seen. If you give me, too, if you, yeah. if you, if oh, you, you give me a week, two? we can really talk about it. But if you guys want we'll to talk about one, it, that's cool. We'll give one more week because we'll have just uh, two games next week to talk about, and then Super Bowl is two weeks away. So we'll have some. We'll need to fill some time. So that's your homework assignment. Yeah. Watch the two uh, Tiger Woods documentaries, part one and part two. They're really good. I think you'll really enjoy them. I mean. One, it was cool. It's 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 last dance ish because you're like reliving that dominance that maybe you don't remember. I didn't remember, but it's also not last dance in the way that it's not Tiger Woods making this. This is someone else making this. I'm excited about it. It Sounds great. I'm I'm really pumped. Yeah. So so that's hey, I've got something. So okay, so which which was the better or worse hire this week? Urban Meyer (laughs) at Jacksonville. Robert Salah at the Jets. Oh, I'd rather be the Jets right now. For sure. Well, I mean, what's the over-under on Urban Meyer? Is he there for three and a half years? <laughs> We're thinking like a week four, a week four loss to the Titans, and all of a sudden he has health issues. And I, hate to, I don't want to make fun of him because he might have like legit health issues. It does seem like Urban Meyer just has like an excuse when yeah. things are getting hard. Oh, and then gets, then gets hired by like such a, Baylor or something. I don't know if Urban Meyer's a bad hire. I don't actually hate either hire. I, I think Urban Meyer is going to be decent at Jacksonville. I, I think maybe I'm betting on uh, Lawrence as much as I'm betting yeah. on Urban Meyer. Yeah. But he's got a basically a clean slate, right. ton of money. They already have a running back. They're not paying much money to. And Robinson, I I don't hate the position that Jacksonville's in. Will, I do. will the Eagles do. mess it up or make the right call? Uh, I hope they oh, sign mess it up. They'll mess Kellen it up. Moore. Who do you think they sign? Who do you want? I those? want them to get Kellen Moore. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Because I don't understand why he's – not that I think Kelmore's terrible, but for some reason he's like this beloved favorite child of Dallas. And, I, I mean, why? I don't yeah, know. Like, why? I don't, I don't think why. he's awful, but he's not that. He's not that either. I think yeah. – you know what I think? I think Jason Garrett, when he left the building, he handed the pictures over to Kellen Moore. So ah, now the Kellen Moore mail. has those pictures that mm. the reason you can't get fired because he's got yeah. the pictures. That's he's the He's got deal. the bad pics of he's Jerry got the Jones. Picks. He's got the pics. Okay. I'm really hoping the Eagles hire, and I hope LJ appreciates this, Josh McDaniels. Oh. If they'll hire Josh McDaniel, I think that's the best thing that, that could happen for the Cowboys because he just is not <laughs> yes. a good head coach. Yeah. And I think that you prove that he's actually not a good offensive coordinator. He's a great offensive coordinator he, if he's got the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. 100% but, agreed, yep. That's just I just I just got my fingers crossed that the Eagles hire Josh McDaniel and then the Cowboys actually have a chance to win a playoff game. 
Yep. Sounds like you're saying that Josh McDaniels is the Ben Roethlisberger of offensive coordinators. Is that, is that what you're saying? Can we, can we, that's an episode title right there. That's what I'm going to write down. No. I don't care if you guys like it. No. No. You know, not to get on a total serious note as we're in him, but some these coaching hires in a year where I thought, if anything, you'd want to put a, a, a precedent on trying to get your – the coaching staff or the head coach is more diverse and try to get more black coaches in there, especially and the NFL population of players is 70% African-American. And some reason Eric Bieniemy cannot get a job anywhere. I just oh, don't understand. I, I, I like that defense coordinator at the Rams and he's doing some new things and people like him, but Staley was like a linebackers coach for Vic Vangio a year ago. It spends uh-huh. one year at the Rams and now the head coaching job. Whereas Bieniemy is the freaking OC well, at the best offense we've seen in three years. It is tough, though, to get an interview with somebody that's still in the playoffs, you know? Well, well I, I think at one point they won't let you – I don't think you can do an in, like an interview with a team that's currently in the playoffs. So a lot of times you'll see So I think teams want to give their fans something it, to look forward to right now. I think it's – honestly, it's owners thinking about their bottom line today rather than, you know, five years in the future. Um, well, then that's a dumb rule. It almost seems like we're penalizing the enemy for being – Awesome, but I think job. it's always been that way, and, right? And he'll I mean, end up with a better job for it because the teams that are holding out, the teams that don't need to make a change today to hold on to their fans all the way through draft day. Well, the only team that still has there's only two teams with vacancy. One, the owner apparently, I think Carson Wentz might have bad pictures of their owner there in Philadelphia, <laughs> and then the other one is in Houston, where their quarterback apparently will never play a snap again. I don't know. That's yeah, the that's rumor. True. Well, well, well I mean, he wow, might have to hold out for you. The enemy. Yeah, I'm, but I'm the enemy who is an Andy Reid guy. Obviously, goes mm-hmm. to Philly, where they. I mean, that you know, that that could happen. Hard, be an interesting that, could happen. that, I mean, that is not good for the Cowboys. I think the enemy is not there, thinking yeah. about. He's not thinking about. I mean, he shouldn't be thinking about what what record am I going to have in 2021 or 2022. He's thinking about what record am I going to have in 2024, 2025. So, um, I you know, I wouldn't worry too much about where he goes. Because I think I think he's he's got the potential to be a great coach. So we'll see what happens. I just feel like the yeah. NFL needs a lot of work, and I know it, it's it's hard because a lot of it's rumors. So it's a lot of times yeah. when a guy doesn't get hired, you hear that all of a sudden their reports are Eric Bieniemy was really bad in the interview because they're going to tell you like the, the the people that leaked that are the ones that made the hire for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they want you to you name it so they want you to think we made the right decision yeah yeah. yeah. But yeah. we have this Rooney rule where you interview that they're supposed to interview an African American coach or a, a diver a coach Which, of a different. That's so ridiculous. Right? That's a rule. Minority, but whatever. <laughs> but you had the you had the Jaguars who there were reports they were already looking at or that that Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars were in conversation and they hadn't fired their head coach yet. Yeah. So that means they knew they wanted Urban Meyer. So yeah. sure they brought in Marvin Lewis for an interview. Marvin Lewis, I feel bad for him. He's just become the guy that. The Cowboys did it last year where you just interview him just to cross off a list. Yeah. That doesn't really help much. No. I mean, I don't but, know. The NFL has some issues to fix. Yeah. It just seems weird that being to me as loved yeah. as he is by everyone in Kansas City and as good as he's done, he doesn't have a job. It yeah. just seems well, odd to me. Yeah. And I, being to me has had some interviews because they can interview on that week off. So he did interview and I've, I've been told it's unofficial that the interviews did not go well. Um, and maybe on purpose, but like you said, Kevin, maybe that's just some word coming out so they can hire somebody else. But I will say this: if I'm Marvin Lewis, man, do I run up a nice sized hotel bill? So <laughs> <Fair>. there's 
That mini bar is going to be gone through. <laughs> yeah. Little, little Johnny Walker blue. A little caviar. Yeah. I could just see, Tony, I could just see him getting a call from like Jacksonville saying, hey, we'd like to interview for, for the job. And he goes, yeah, okay. Hey, boys, we're all going to Jacksonville for the weekend. Let's roll. <laughs> let's, let's roll. <laughs> It'll be just for the weekend, so let's have fun. But, yeah, let's roll, boys. Trips uh, on got me. another interview. <laughs> let's mark it off. Where are we going this time? Oh, man. <laughs> I, there's just some some issues I think the NFL could fix there because yeah. like, it, it seems Probably that so. there is a lot a lot and yeah I've seen some of the critics of BNME not getting jobs because well he doesn't call plays at uh, Kansas City Andy Reid calls plays well Matt Nagy didn't call plays and he got a head coaching job Doug Peterson didn't call plays before he got a head coaching job Andy Reid's always called plays huh. but his assistants have easily gotten jobs. When they're white, it seems. Now uh, we don't know what Those happens behind real good closed examples door. for you to use there, Kevin. I yeah. I I'm just saying they got the job. They got the job though. They did, get and the they're job. probably worse than he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for all we know, like you said, I, there's always two sides where it's possible he got into an interview and he just pissed threw up on the, the floor, table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had a Lamar Jackson had to run out. Some gas or something. <laughs> we don't know, so I'm not just completely <laughs> saying like the NFL is yeah. racist. I just think it's like. Huh. Come on, guys. Things to make you go. Yeah. Pull the stepbrothers. So, is that, <laughs> is that mustard? I smell onions. Is that onions? I taste it. I taste it now. So, I've got something that's not football related at all. Hit me. It's very brief. Um, so, I realized today something that I do, and I wonder if you guys do it too. So, I've got a backup camera in my car so I can see like where I'm backing up without looking backwards. So, when I, I, I put my car in reverse and then I put my hand on the passenger seat headrest. And then stare at the camera in front of me. I have no idea why I do this, but it's like an ingrained habit. I will always put my hand on that headrest. I don't know what the deal is. Do you guys do the same thing? So you're not saying oh. that you have the camera, but you still look back. You don't look back, but you do the motion like you're about to. I just look do this back. and look forward. Yeah, yeah, every time. That is pretty funny. Well, I don't have a backup camera, I, so I still I'm still I'm still down here in the cave, yeah, cave sure, 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 world. Sure. So I have to I do turn around to look unless I'm hitting something. Um, <laughs> Pops, what about you? I know you have a camera. Do you turn around to look or do you, you know, remember? I really hadn't thought. No, I, I do know. Uh, but interestingly, I don't turn around much anymore. I either use my mirrors or the backup uh, camera. Can I ask, do you put and, your hand on I, that headrest or no? I don't. I don't put my head on my head on the headrest. <laughs> and I used to all the time. I know exactly what you mean. But no, I use I use the mirrors and the backup cameras. What I do. So I'm looking forward. Tone luck. I. I'm trying to think if I do it or not because I'm thinking, okay, I couldn't, and I put it in, and I look at, the, and but I do turn around, okay. but I'm trying to think. I think I keep my hand on the shift shifter now. Oh, interesting, interesting. I think I keep my hand on the shifter. Okay, all right, but I still I just, do turn around before then. I look back at the camera. All right, all right. I just picture I can totally see LJ reaching back <laughs> and then not actually turning around, that's like that's doing awesome, the whole motion though. to look back, but never actually looking that's awesome. back. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I do want to throw out as we leave. We've done this before. We've talked about the commercials we've seen that we really like, and this is one that Dad's been beating the drum for for I, I don't know since they've been coming out. The Doctor Rick commercials, the progressive ones of them. You know, teaching parents Teach, not to yeah, die. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those we, never miss. Every single one they've come out with is just hilarious. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know you. He doesn't know you. Although, oh, the all one s- that got my wife called Tammy called me in the bedroom the other day. She goes, "Come here, come here, come here." She paused it. It's the one where they go, 
if you printed out directions to get here, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> that one hit real close to home to somebody here. Well, I think, okay, so I think it's kind of funny though. I, I had a thought about those commercials recently and that like I when they first came out, I felt like they were targeted towards people my age that like were starting to act like people you guys' age. Yeah. And like right. now I feel like they're targeted towards people you guys' age that are acting, you know, 70, 80 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, the newest one is- I do okay. think the target audience did change, LJ. I think yeah. you have a point. Yeah. So now it's like they they know that now the, all the older people are coming to watch them. And so now they're switching because now the other day it was, okay, so now we're going to print, we're going to print off a PDF. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, right, right. no. Whereas like the first no. one was like, when you're at the club, how to not act awkward, right? Like, so it's completely shifted. <laughs> My phone doesn't have a silence button. Yes, it does. It's on the side. <laughs> oh, just great, great. Okay. Hey, the Bud, right, well, the Bud Light Legends are coming out. So I, I saw fair. a couple of Bud Light Legend yeah, yeah, commercials. Yeah. They're interesting. This yeah, yeah, they're weekend, pretty good. So yeah. I'm ready. We got Super Bowl coming up. We'll have some oh, good commercials oh, coming up yeah. in the Super Bowl. Oh, we got to have a on talk about those. Oh yeah, yeah. And I would think this year they amp up the commercials because there's, le- I mean, less people going to the game, right? So even bigger audience, maybe than usual. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited for them. It's been another good week on the pod. Whoa, 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 pops. Do we have a favorite thing that didn't get on the pod? Well, I do Love have one thing. It, it's just like my favorite invention, maybe ever. Maybe it's it's right up there. Whoa, it's. The half a paper towel. You know how paper towels, oh, they used to come in the full sheets? No, you're dead And now, on. no, because LJ, you can get a half a paper towel or you can get a full paper towel. What do you towel. use a half a you paper towel for? One. I use them all the time. Why? All the time. What's wrong what with you? What do I use it for? To, to, I, if I have a small spill or if I'm just eating Maybe something spills. that's not going to like, I I run down my beard very much. <laughs> I mean, I, I love them. I love the little half paper okay. Love them. That is right on the money. Because you know, if you don't want to go into the pantry and get a napkin... You don't need a full paper towel. You take a half paper towel, and you don't I really need the napkins. You got the half paper towel. I mean, I think and you, you know guys what? Don't if you need an extra what, like, big... jeans are for, like you just wipe on jeans. But like, so the half paper towel doesn't work for oh, covering a breakfast sandwich right and throwing in the microwave. You need a full That's paper well, towel that, for that. But, but or if you have a really big breakfast sandwich, tear off three half pieces, and then you've got an extra I, large never piece and big. a half. Now it's a piece and a half. No, you guys are crazy. You're crazy. Crazy. You best invention ever. <laughs> right up there with towels. To make that, you've never tried to make that edge on a paper towel and try to tear it in half. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. You're not like your parrot chat, LJ. You've got hope. All right. <laughs> I wonder. Doctor, Dr. Rick is listening right now for commercial ideas. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to tear the napkin. You, you don't need to tear one. It's that. okay. <laughs> no, they sell those now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right. Well... <laughs> I think that will wrap us up for this week. We are looking forward to a good day of football. We got the NFC and AFC Championship. Yep. We'll be recapping them here for you on the pod, as well as looking forward to Super Bowl week, or maybe some storylines. And don't forget your homework. Watch the Tiger Woods documentary. All right. That'll do it. Make sure you're following us on Facebook or Twitter. And also make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Just type in Just Press Play Podcast and you'll find us. Subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps. Guys, I will catch y'all next week. Peace Peace. out. Peace. Peace.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.